for Pembrokeshire, I'm Sarah Hoss. Two CCTV cameras have been installed in Saundersfoot. The camera locations have been identified through a crime pattern analysis. A dedicated monitoring room is currently being fitted with the technology to monitor CCTV cameras at police headquarters in Carmarthen. A CCTV coordinator is expected to be in post next month. 17 rural towns have been identified for CCTV reinvestment, including Aberystwyth, Ammonford, Cardigan, Carmarthen, Fishguard, Haverford West, Milford Haven, Pembroke, Pembroke Dock, Saundersfoot and Tenby. An application has been submitted to Pembrokeshire County Council to erect two food and drink outlets, car parking and lighting columns at Honeyborough Industrial Estate and has been put forward by Aspect Developments Limited. If approved, the plans could create 16 full-time and 30 part-time jobs at the retail park. Proposed operating hours are 8am until 10pm, seven days a week. Initial designs including areas for customer seating, food preparation, a serving counter, cold store and customer and staff toilets have been submitted. It's a busy sporting weekend for triathlon fans as Saundersfoot held its village triathlon on Saturday and in the south of the county, Ironman Wales is taking place Sunday. Motorists are reminded to be extra careful as there are many cyclists out on the roads and the conditions may be poor. There are many roads closed to traffic and motorists will need to take care and take any road closures into account when planning journeys. Signs are up stating road closure times and more information can be seen via social media. Accommodation providers from hotels to Airbnb are full and restaurants are booked up as thousands have checked into the area for the events. Winner of Best Race Venue, Ironman Wales has become a major event on the international calendar and an opportunity for the tourism sector to extend their season. A record sold-out field of nearly 2,400 athletes are taking part in Ironman, in addition to 2,000 children who took part in Iron Kids Wales on Saturday. Ironman Wales has proved a popular choice on the Ironman circuit due to its imposing challenge, stunning coastal course location, incorporating the Pembrokeshire Coast National Park and world-renowned spectator support. That's the latest. You're up to date on Pure West Radio. Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Boom! That was good, wasn't it? This is the West Files, so it means it's uh, 22.03, which is time for... You teller of ye curious tales. And Ronaldo to be quiet. Yeah, you um, you, you had a bit of a flutter for... Oh, I did. When I we did. had him in the studio. I did, I In did. his cape and his hat and, and his... walking stick. We won't go down that road. Teller of curious, curious tales, tales, everybody. <laughs> Tonight... I, the teller of curious tales, open my book once again and bring you strange and unusual stories. True stories, stranger than any fiction ever written. Listen to the teller of curious tales.
There is in the British Museum an ancient manuscript which carries the following heading. Ancient Prediction Entitled by popular tradition Mother Shipton's Prophecy Published 1448 It reads as follows Carriages without horses shall go and accidents fill the world with woe. We all know that's true enough, don't we? We'll continue. Around the earth thoughts shall fly in the twinkle of an eye. If that doesn't predict radio, what does it do? Through the hills man shall ride with never a horse at his side. And here we have trains and tunnels. Underwater men shall walk, shall ride, shall sleep, shall talk. And there we have the diver and the submarine. In the air men shall be seen in white and black and green. Iron in the water shall float as easily as a wooden boat. These are so plain they need no explaining. But now we come to what I think was her most remarkable prediction. The discovery of gold in California. She said, Gold shall be found and shown in a land that is not now known. Not bad, was it, for a woman living in an obscure country town in England almost 500 years ago? Was all this just a lucky guess? Or are some people gifted with the ability to look into the future? Until recently, science jeered and said guesswork. But now, Alexis Carroll, one of the world's most brilliant scientists, says he is convinced that every man has, at times, flashes when he can see into the future. The gong strikes. My time is up. The teller of curious tales has closed his book. On my next visit, I'll bring you other stories, curious tales, strange beliefs. Until then, sleep tight. <laughs> She said she too young, don't want no man So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I just saw the sushi from Japan Now your bitch wanna kick it, Jackie Chan Drop top, how we rollin' down on callin' South Beach yeah. Look like Kelly rollin', this might be my destiny yeah. She want me to eat it, I guess then it's on me that you know I got the sauce like a recipe she just wanna do it for the grand She just want this money in my hand I'ma give it to her when she dance, dance, dance She gon' catch a Uber out the Calabasas She said she too young, don't want no man 
So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I just ordered sushi from Japan Now yo bitch wanna kick in Jackie Chan She said she too young, don't want no man So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I think you got the wrong impression about me back Just cause they heard what hood I'm from They think I'm crazy Okay, well maybe just a little crazy Just a little Cause I admit I'm crazy about that lady, yeah, yeah. Oh. Finger to the world, let's f*** you, baby I've been slaving, done the Cause I'm running out of patience No more waiting, no, no Dancing like a yo-yo Living life on fast forward But we f*** slow-mo, yeah, yeah She said she too young, don't want no man So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I just ordered sushi from Japan Now yo bitch wanna kick in Jackie Chan She said she too young, don't want no man So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I just ordered sushi from Japan Now yo bitch wanna kick in Jackie Chan I can't wait for the show. Got that good, yeah, I know. You should not be alone. All this drink got me blown. Car got me right, and I feel so alive. She don't wanna think, she don't wanna be no wife. She just wanna stay on life. She just wanna stay on life. She said she too young, don't want no man So she gon' call her friends, now that's a plan I just saw the sushi from Japan Now y'all just wanna kick it, Jackie Chan Look, that was interesting Yeah, I didn't know Jackie Chan could sing I didn't see him doing any kicks on it though <laughs> well, there we are then. Anyway, our guest tonight is Marion Davis, who is the Tembi Ghost Walk Guide, amongst her many, many talents. talents. Uh, we're, <laughs> ho we're hoping for a book soon. <laughs> yes. And we're claiming a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to keep persuading her. With all, with all of these ghost walks, have you yourself, I mean, have you seen a ghost whilst walking around? or? Well, not whilst walking around, but... Um, I had this uh, guy who came on the tour, and uh, he'd been before, actually, and he said to me, oh, I enjoyed that. He said, um, Ashley said, uh, that's what I just mentioned, I'm actually a paranormal investigator. I said, oh, that's interesting. Um, I've actually... <laughs> Big, deep breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because uh, somebody else, a paranormal group, did ask me to do verification. Crikey, that was difficult. Um, wasn't very good at it, and in the in the end, I bailed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it was really hard. But um, 
you know, on the night sort of thing. But I said, you know, where do you where do you do that? And he said, oh, up in Newtown in Midwest. I said, oh, Newtown. I used to live up in Mid, uh, you know, Midwest in Newtown. I said, interestingly, that's where I had a really very vivid experience with, um, you know, because I'm sort of I have a healthy sort of skepticism about you know yeah. certain things and um, quite right. And um, uh, but I did see a ghost of a little boy up there, and I said it was strange, really, because I was living in a new house, you know. Mm. I said, but what happened was I actually was in bed. You know how it is, you sort of turn over and your eyes flutter open a bit sort of thing. Well, I did that. And there's a little boy standing next to me. And I put my head down and on my pillow, you know, and didn't really. And I thought, that's funny. What's my brother doing in my room, you know? Um, and I thought, well, it's not my brother and it's not my father. And I don't think I know who that can possibly be. So at that point, I suddenly woke up, you know, really snapped to and thought, who is that then? And sort of turned over and looked. And it was, it was a little boy. I'd never seen before in my life and he'd got his arms on my windowsill and he's kind of looking out you know holding his head in his hands and I I had a street lamp immediately outside so I could you know sort of see him very clearly up to his sort of just below his shoulders really um and chest kind of thing and he said well what did he look like and I said well you know he'd got um you know he must have been about nine or ten and I, I'd always promised myself if I you know ever saw anything like that I would you know ask them who they were why they were here and was there anything I can do but what actually happened in the event was I went you know I should do as it stuck in my head you should have your ghost series on American television because that's all they seem to do and just sort of stuck my head underneath a pillow and then kind of laid there like a stick until light you know it started to get light and I felt confident that he'd gone but I was absolutely terrified I had all sorts of thoughts about what would happen, you know, how he'd look at me and everything. And he said, well, you know, what did he look like? I said, well, as I say, nine to ten-ish years, I suppose, something like that. Um, he had hair sort of bobbed. And he said, black velvet jacket? I said, yeah. And he said, lacy sort of collar kind of thing. And I said, yeah, yeah. He said, oh. Never heard of it. He's been, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he said, do you know something? He's been seen all over Newtown, all over Newtown. And he's not associated with any particular building, can be seen inside or outside. We don't know who he is, but we think, you know, it could be a little boy that drowned. He's perhaps looking for his mother. But so many people have seen him. So many. Um, I never saw him again, but I tell you, he was as solid as solid can be. And he was absolutely there. Absolutely there. It's interesting your, your reaction because we do seem to have this love-hate relationship with ghosts. We, we were fascinated by the stories. Mm. We're fascinated by other people's experiences. And people, you know, ghost hunting has never been more popular. But we're still desperately frightened of them, aren't we? Mm. A lot of people are desperately frightened of them. And, I, you know, you see with paranormal investigators um, on television and in real life, they, they run the other way at the first sight of something. Mm. It always struck me as a bit like a fisherman running away from a fish, really, but... Mm. Well, you know, I was young. I I was quite young. I was only sort of 14 or 15 sort of thing. And I, you know, I mean, he looked like a very sweet little boy, you know, quite a benign sort of figure, really. But the, it was, I suddenly thought he would look at me and have like spooky eyes. Mm -hmm. And that was what frightened me. And that I would draw attention to, you know, mind you, if my... (laughs) You know, didn't, un- didn't draw his attention to me. <laughs> I don't know what word really. And then, of course, I can't see you. I'm not here. I'm not here. I think a lot of that comes from Hollywood. And, of course, the Gothic mm. the gothic stories of the past. Yeah. The great uh, Gothic 
ghost stories. um, Were you interested in that sort of thing when you were that age? Yeah, I mean, I did read all sorts of strange stories. I mean, I used to love magic stories and ghost stories, you know, uh, know, Edgar Allan Poe and all that sort of thing, yeah. The Raven. The Raven, yeah. Uh, So I did read some. I had a kind of quite eclectic sort of taste, though, really, when it came to books, because I was quite happy to read something, you know, very factual about pygmies, you know, or something <laughs> like that. I can remember reading, in, uh, I think it was called In Dabba My Children, which is all about pygmies, you know. Um, so I had a kind of <laughs> straight... But I read endlessly, absolutely endlessly in those days. Now I don't sort of... It's strange, I don't read sort of fiction or... Um, I, I, you know, it's very much research-based nowadays, so... So do you read research for pleasure, or is it just for research? Oh, it is, it is for pleasure. I mean, I, I get a huge amount of pleasure from reading, a, you know, sort of a book about architecture or something. But the thing is, I'm usually sort of, or whatever it is, you know, geology or whatever, you suddenly get completely bound up in it and sort of, you know, drink it all up. But the thing is, mostly I'm not reading them from cover to cover. I'm just dipping into the uh, section that yeah. I want. Um and that they may may suddenly take you into some other realm. So of would you read study. ghost stories and ghost books for pleasure now, and the f- fantasy folklore stuff? Uh, f- yeah, folklorey, traditionally ghosty, anything like that. But again, just sort of dipping in rather than cover to cover when I'm, you know, for research purposes. But that usually ends up, you know, leading you into something else. So it's kind of a that's the way it goes. Books. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So with the ghost tours that you do, have mm. you had any, you don't have to mention names, but any different sort of experiences that you weren't expecting with all your people going along with you? The lawyer's been on the you? phone again. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I did you know. have, um, I had a woman who uh, came on the tour and she said, um, are you a psychic dear? And I said, no, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a, you know, a guide and a storyteller, basically. And she said, oh. She said, I'm a psychic, actually. She said, I can't, I must, I must tell you. Um, you know, it was interesting what you said about, you know, the, the ghost of a, a monk, she said, because I have to say, I, did, I actually saw a monk standing behind you, you know, uh, during part of the tour. And all the hair went up on the back of my neck. You know. <laughs> I said, oh, gosh, I said, um, oh, do you know something? I said, a friend of mine came into a house when I was living in Bath because I've lived all over the place. Me, you know, Obviously, Tenby is, I regard as home. It's the place yeah. I've lived more than any other. But I was in Bath for about four years and this woman came, in, a friend came into the house and she saw something at the end of the corridor when we were sitting uh, in the sort of in the garden she could see down the end of my hallway which was sort of long stretched out into the distance and she said it was a, a monk or a Roman but she thought it was a monk because they had a cowl over his head and he was sort of hovering in my doorway to my lounge kind of thing and it scared her so much she never came in my house again ever oh, no. and yet she was sort of like you know my bestie yeah. and I still see her and still speak to her every week kind of thing but she would never come back in the house. She hated that house. And in fairness, it wasn't a very happy house. It, there was something strange about it. Um, I never felt at home there, really. Um, but it was very menacing, she felt, which is why she never came back in the house. So I said to this woman, did you think it was menacing, the, this, uh, this apparition of this monk that you saw behind me? Because I'd hate to think I'd brought it from, from <laughs> Bath <laughs> with me. Uh, this menacing figure and she said oh no dear no dear she said no no it was very protective she said I would never have said if it was menacing <laughs> I'm not sure if that was very comforting <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that <laughs> we, the monks do feature right throughout our paranormal history and mm, I, absolutely I, um, 
and particularly locally, Haverford West is infested with them. Absolutely. Um, here, at, just outside the studios in St Mary Street, we've got mm. St Mary's Church just above us, um, and we have a, a monk. Yes. Down. Oh. Um, down mm. Clay Lanes, there's monks are plenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and near the priory. In the priory, yeah. 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 You you almost can't walk around having to rest without bumping into a spectral monk. Uh-oh. I is this just a hangover from from um, the dissolution and the the sudden loss of the whole of the Catholic, uh, all of the monasteries, Catholicism, the state religion switching over. Do you think this is just a stain on our psyche? This obsession with phantom monks. It's a deep question. Well, it is. I, you know, I really cannot say, except that there are an extraordinary number of uh, monk-related stories, as you say. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's because of their connection with so many places around uh, Wales, really. You know, they are linked, aren't they? Historically, there were so yeah, many links. Absolutely. You know, with every every sort of town, there was a monastic um, establishment. fulfilled, you know, they were the social security system of... Mm the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, come good old King Henry, mm-hmm. he he basically shut it all down. Yeah. I'm just, I've always wondered whether there's, there's some sort of... Collective guilt. Well, yeah, <laughs> something just left in our psyche that this, mm. this has gone. Mm. Um, or whether it's just the fact that, I mean, it, it, right throughout, from the Romans right the way through to the Victorians, people wore... Mm long capes with cows or is it mm. just mistaken identity if you see a shape you know with, with sure. a big cow oh yes or I, hadn't, I hadn't thought of that yeah um, I hadn't you know, thought of that yeah, every period of history um, wore those sort of attire mm. sorry I interrupted your line of question yeah, carry on no mm. no no I insist yeah it could, it, it, um, there certainly are as I say loads of stories and um you know, I mean, for all I know, perhaps it's because the monks themselves had such a connection with the place, they were reluctant to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's one way of, uh, we, haven't, we haven't considered the possibility. No, we haven't considered that. <laughs> <laughs> so do the, the children enjoy the ghost walks? Yes, because my, my ghost walk is very tongue-in-cheek, and I make that very clear, right, from, you know, in all you the literature, and right, from really the beginning. And I, the thing was that although I started off when I very first started, they were kind of more scary. I used to tell more scary stories and tell them in a more, you know, frightening way. Um, I used to see the, the kids, you know, I have the advantage of looking at all the faces and I'd see the little eyebrows go up, you know. So yeah. <laughs> and I think, oh, and I, it might be a story that I had thought was, you know, not scary or not, you know, it wouldn't cause any alarm, but... I, it just got to the point where I thought, oh, you know, I really don't want people to have a, a sleepless night or children to have a sleepless night because, you know, they're usually all squashed in together in, you know, a, a bed and breakfast or, yeah. or a tent or a caravan or, or a hotel and, or, a, you know, whatever, self-catering. And I don't want them to have a sleepless night. Well, I want them to have fun. Junior to settle anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah out of, the, out of yeah. the house. Their, their normal environment sort of thing. And I don't want them to be scared, but I want them to be interested, you know. So I try to engage everybody from no matter what age they are. And, you know, I've been very lucky, really. I think that they do listen and they do 
you know, I ask me questions. I find kids to be fascinated by the subject. I mean, mm-hmm. there's lots and lots of kids' ghost story books around mm-hmm. in kids' television programmes, yeah. and they are, they love the stories. Yeah, they do. They And it is, as I say, at the end of the day, storytelling. And between, from walk to walk, you know, the kids will often come up and talk to me en route between the next, you know, one story and the next. And they've always got fascinating things mm-hmm. to tell me. And I say to them, well, did you think that was scary or did you think that was funny or, you know... Um, and they'll tell me honestly. I mean, they are very That's honest. That's the kids. nice part. About yeah, them. which they is will. great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it could be the worst part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I do have a scary story, and I say to them, well, "Was that scary?" You know. <laughs> and they, ah, no, it's really tame. <laughs> you know. <so laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, boring. Um, but no, a lot. Of, you know, they do enjoy it. I'm very lucky, really. You know, to are have you such really a good at Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly do walks for Halloween. You know, it's the same ghost. Originally, I used to do different ones, but it was incredibly hard work actually designing a completely new tour just for a few days. Um, and I find that, you know, just doing this ordinary ghost walk is fun. And I get repeat, I get repeat customers throughout the whole year. People who, you know, it's not the holiday unless they come on the ghost walk. It's just has become a tradition. I've seen people go from small children to having children of their own over that 20, you know, being relatives mm. to having children of their own and bringing them. Uh, so it's been, it's that been must feel fun. Pretty special as well it to is. know that that's gone through their yeah, children yeah. as well. And, you yeah. the same and they've, some have become friends, which is great, you know, nice. on do Facebook. You do an things. adult sounds bad adult only tour where it is more scary where it is more menacing um or would uh, interestingly more? i have actually been asked for that this this year and i am now thinking of perhaps doing that so mm. it's one of these things that will develop you know it continues to develop in yeah. a way and you know the book the scarier yeah. one <laughs> yes. yeah. the scarier one or the slightly different sort of ghost tour is definitely something on the cards i have definitely got that in because mind that would be you know having very, it as an yeah. o- on offer yeah you know very different to obviously having the children's one yeah um but perhaps as you say geared more for the adults giving them a bit yeah. more of a well halloween it's is not... definitely changing isn't it yeah oh yes you know we, we're adopting very much more the sort of irish and american view of halloween now it's mm. becoming very much a, a celebration in its own right mm. uh, with stores you know selling decorations for mm. halloween and mm-hmm um, and competition as well, um, mm. you know, with um, Oakwood now having their big haunted attraction yeah. for, for this Halloween. It is, and yeah, when I was a child, we always used to have Halloween with apple bobbing and That's things right. like it, that it and toffee a apples. It was relatively small night in the build-up to mm-hmm. the much bigger bonfire night. Mm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. It was the in-between bit after summer before bonfire night, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just not politically correct to set off fireworks <laughs> <anymore>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I... It certainly has. There's a a definite sort of... It's been built up to something much, much bigger than it was when I was a youngster, basically. Uh, Much more commercialised. Mind you, that's how everything goes that way, really. Um, But I think it's been embraced much more by people as a fun evening, Mm -hmm. you know. And, of course, it always falls in half term as well. And it's spreading as well. It's Mm -hmm. moving away from just the 31st of October Mm -hmm. to... um, well, it's, it's certainly becoming a three-day, several, oh, yeah, you know, three-day sort of yeah. thing, really. I mean, the Americans do it; they they, they consider the whole month um, yeah. from the first of October. They decorate and they put pumpkins. Pumpkins out, yeah, absolutely. We've you know we've gone from turnips mm. to you know Tesco's is full of uh, mm. Tesco's <laughs> and other popular supermarkets and other popular in the areas, area yes. are full of pumpkins. 
yeah. uh, which people seem to obsess about. I don't even and like you get it. Well, I think it was, yeah, it sort of incorporates, you see, to a degree, I think, though, Harvest as well, yes, somehow, yeah, you see, of does. course. Yeah. Um, and also for the Americans, then, Thanksgiving, yes. of course, it sort of merges one into the other, really, in a way, because they don't have Guy Fawkes Night. No. <laughs> no, they, they, they have plenty of fireworks on the 4th of July. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Well, we don't have all the time in the world, which is the next track on the thing, but that reminds mm. me that we do need to remind people, local people, as well as those listening further afield, how can they, when are the next Ghost Walks, mm-hmm. uh, when can they go on one, how much do they cost, and how can they find out more details? Well, um, I've, I'm still going. I'm still going at the moment, so I'm, I'm on a smaller schedule. So I'm doing usually uh, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays at the moment. Um, I will, of course, be doing it uh, pretty much full time again over half term to incorporate Halloween. And they can get hold of me by going to my website, uh, www.guidedtourswales.co.uk. Um, and I've got my phone numbers there. But as I say, just put in Ghost Walk of Tembi or story of Tembi or something like that and it will come up absolutely Excellent. Mm. Well, that's one for half term and you do extend back out into half term don't you? you 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 said before yeah yeah so i'll be doing it all week during half term what about other guiding duties have you got coming on uh well next week i've got three cruise ships oh, and also regular <laughs> cli- yeah um and then also i've got regular clients i work for and um you know coach tours and things like that you, around you, and about which, as well uh, do you prefer that um, no i love it all it, about on the coaches. yeah i just love it all it's mm. all you know it, it, if i just did the ghost walk and just mm. the story of tembi i think it, you know i would uh, I, I don't think i would say i would get bored but i would it's nice having those other avenues because you're always asked to do something different or specific and so you're always doing study so it keeps everything fresh really you're also going to have to research always having to research well hang on this place is here what do you know about it yeah and also with my other guide colleagues as well we have you know continue our professional development by organizing visits to various places so that we're continually updating uh, our knowledge base basically and sharing info one final quick question do you incorporate because Tembi's got a lot of underground thing features and history as well hasn't it Mm. is that is that now built into the ghost walk as well will people learn more about what's beneath them in Tembi Um, well more in in the history really the history side of things on the story of Tembi um, because our most we have got some tunnels and elongated cellars and things like that uh, but the you know the famous sort of tunnel or sort of cellar is the one that runs between boots of course and sort of quite close to Barclays Bank and the church sort of thing around there Morris Brothers and so on Um, and that was where in 1471 the future Henry VII took refuge for a few days after being hounded out of Pembroke Castle you know and this is all after the Battle of Tewkesbury Um, so I I bring that up uh, definitely because it's fascinating it is and there's a lot more to Tembi I'd like to invite you back um, onto a future show and hope that you um, will accept yeah lovely we've only barely touched the surface we've only just touched the surface I'd like to thank Marion Marion Davis the ghost tour guide for Tembi and tour guide for lots of other people (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you so much Hopefully we'll we'll join uh, we'll have you back um, and this is what we don't have unfortunately with a lot of our guests because this show could easily be four hours long. So yes. Have a little bit of music. Thank you. <laughs>
dream about the things you'll never do. But I wish someone had to talk to me like I want to talk to you. Ooh, I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run. Took the hand of a preacher man and we made love in the sun. But I As we'd like them to be. But you know what truth is? It's that little baby you're holding, and it's that man you fought with this morning, the same one you're going to make love with tonight. That's truth, that's love. Sometimes I've been to crying for unborn children. Yeah. 
There's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse It's a place where you'll be safe to feel like grace Cause we've all made mistakes If you've lost your way Yeah, I'll leave the light on For a darker place to hide That's alright But if you carry on abusing You'll be robbed from us I refuse to lose another friend to drugs Just come home Don't let go If you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse, it's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace Cause we've all made mistakes, if you've lost your way I'll leave the light on
leave the light on Cause I will leave the light on Summer in Pembrokeshire on Pure West Radio For Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire Got nothing. 